Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I am the leader of this community, Andrew. With me, the guy who eats all the community supplies and gets everyone angry, Keith. Hey. And our resident zombie bait, Liz. <laughs> hey, guys. And this week we went over my pick, which was State of Decay 2 by Undead Labs. And Undead Labs, the only thing they're ever known for is State of Decay, because the first game they ever made was State of Decay 1, which was on the 360. And I absolutely love that game, so this is uh, kind of a reason why I picked this game. But now they are a Microsoft studio, so now they have a lot more money at their disposal, so I'm really curious as to what they're going to do. I mean, with this game, they keep adding more and more to it. But this game is a third-person zombie survival game. So you are essentially managing a community, trying to recruit new survivors, make sure you have enough supplies, building new workshops, and essentially you're trying to maintain this community while also trying to fight back the zombie plague and take out these plague hearts which have infected the community. So normally as you play, you are essentially just scavenging supplies from various houses, various debris, and essentially just fighting zombies with whatever you can find, whether it be a crowbar, an axe, or if you're lucky, some guns you can find here and there. And you are essentially just trying to survive in this world. So, real quick, going around, for me, since this was my pick, this is definitely a game. I think this is actually a pass for me. Mm, yeah, it's a pass for me. I'm surprised. I'm going to give it a game. I was a little bit overwhelmed at the beginning, but I just... I enjoyed it, and if you guys were like, hey, let's play this game in the future, I'd be totally down. So I'm going to give it a game. I'm surprised you gave it a pass, Keith. I thought, like, I know you struggled a little bit with it, but you were more like, oh, the more I play this, this is actually pretty fun. This is pretty cool. I really like this game because I find this game to be very unique. I will say the first thing that isn't really unique about it, or, I mean, I think it's the weakest element of the game, is the story. I think the voice acting and the dialogue of this game is pretty terrible i don't know how else to describe it i think it's pretty awful i didn't really notice the voice acting but i will say that i i always have a little bit of trouble with zombie stories because i feel like they either completely ignore like what happened which i don't know if they did that in the original game because i didn't play that but also they never explain why there are so many zombies after like a certain amount of time because it's like People are turned, so they're not eaten. It's like, how are these zombies, after so long, running so fast? And, like, what are they eating? What are they doing? If they're just biting people and turning them. And I just feel like they need to get to the nitty-gritty of it. And so, I don't know. I'm very particular when it comes to zombies, when it comes to zombie games, movies. I'm just very particular. You're just a nitpicker. I have never... I am, but, like... Oh, no, go on. Let finish this. Well, I, I remember, like, I loved watching my brother play Resident Evil. So, of course, I love the Resident Evil movies. And so this game, when I started playing it, like, I mean, I really enjoy it. And same with, like, the movie 28 Days. Um, no, 20 Days Later. 28 Days of Sandra Bullock. I always forget that. Um, <laughs> same movie. But, Very different movies. But I just, like, I wish that they actually came up with a good story for it. Not just, like, oh, there's these super strong, super fast zombies but it's like, how? Why? Like, how are they that strong and that fast over such a long period of time? If they're turning people, what are they eating? Like, I just want to know these answers. So, for me, that's my problem with the story. Well, it's interesting that you say that because 
Well, I think the first reason why they probably didn't is because I don't think they cared. Because, like, when they first came out with the first State of Decay, like, they were a really small studio. It was their very first game. Their main core concept was, we really want a nice zombie survival game. They didn't care about, like, the other semantics of it of how did these zombies become B? How are these things the way they are? Like, they didn't care about that. They just wanted to make a strong survival zombie game. Because, honestly, there's not too many. The only other one I could, like, that was kind of trying to get to that was Zombie, which first came out on the Wii U. And it did terrible, but then eventually came to Xbox. But there's not a good zombie survival game where you're managing a community and you're actually trying to fight zombies while trying to also maintain morale. So, like, the idea of this game, it for the most part, isn't something too unique because I feel like you see that with any sort of zombie movie. But there's not a lot of games that do it. Which I agree, but I wish that I had the community aspect of this game and... The, kind of like the story with Resident Evil. Like, I want to know more about the characters. I want to know more about why they're in the situation that they are. So for me, I just, I want like a combination of good story, good characters, and then all the amazing things that happened in this game. Well, th- with the characters, the characters are procedurally generated. So you're never going to get kind of the same characters when you play the game again. In the first one, it had some of the same characters, and it had like a little bit more of a, a story with it. But there's permadeath in this game, so you can't fully keep the oh. same characters because if one of them dies, it's like, what, you just ruin the story for yourself? Like, how are you going to do that? I would get so sad. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt the one thing I was excited for, they announced it the last E3. They came out with an expansion that's also free on Game Pass called Heartland. And they specifically said this is a more story-driven campaign. You're going back to the original map that you were in State of Decay 1, and it's supposed to explore more of like the origins of the zombie. So I mostly played that during this run because I played State of Decay when it first came out. So I've already put a good amount of time in this game. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try this expansion. And unfortunately, I thought the expansion story was also really lackluster because it still was essentially the same game just in the original map. And it added some new elements with like these plague walls. But the ending of it, I thought, was really anticlimactic. I was really disappointed. I remember when you finished it and I was like, that's it? Like, I was, I, for you, I was very disappointed. Like, that, honestly, a little bit unacceptable. Yeah. But, with that being said, I'm excited for maybe a three. I think they might do better with the story in the third one. Oh, do I get to talk? I get to speak now? Sorry. Oh, Oh. no, no, thank you. I appreciate my opportunity to to probably probably (laughs) some of my opinions in here. I love that you're not dramatic. No, no, not at all. So... (laughs) I first, I first have a question for Liz. Is can you name a zombie movie and or game where there's so, uh, tired zombies and an explanation of why there's never less zombies? Because I don't think there's. I can. Really. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like I, I want someone to have the ingenuity to, to come up with these concepts and to come up with. I mean, for me, it's like zombies. I mean, they can be scary and all that, but it's like they're not really. That's scary if it's so unbelievable. Like, come up with a story that makes them believable. No. And I'm not saying, like, I don't fault this game for not coming up with it. I'm just saying that I wish that somebody actually did. No, and I... But I I can't, Keith. Okay. Prove me wrong. 28 Days Later, that's how the movie ended. They escaped to the countryside, and the zombies weren't eating people. They were just biting them to spread the infection. And since they weren't eating, they became... Their muscles became atrophied, and... They ended up walking really slow, 
And so that's how they survived at the end of the movie. They went to the countryside and the zombies killed, like, just died off from hunger. Okay, fair. So we have one movie. And mostly I yep. was just trying to, you know, keep it a little light here anyways. Because I do agree. I think the story was mostly boring. Their characters were flat. You said it but didn't really say it. The dialogue was flat out bad in this game. Like, it was embarrassingly bad. No, I said bad. it was bad. No, it was embarrassingly bad. Like, it... To the point where I was making jokes about it one of the time I was playing with you. I was trying to, or I accidentally hit the consume button on a medicine. And your characters, like, talk to themselves in this weird third person of, like, whoop, I'd be dumb to do that. And I guess a lot of video games do it, but coupled with just you go and you talk to characters and they're very rigid and flat and it's atrocious. It's not just bad. It's, like, unacceptably bad. I, I do agree with that. I think that is the weakest element. It's just kind of the story and the dialogue and the voice acting is, is pretty bad in this game. And that's why I was expecting like the expansion of the Heartland to be a little bit better. But no, it was not any better at all. I also think that for the characters, like when I picture them, I think of a distinct voice. Like I definitely think they could have done better with um, the voice acting. Not that it was, I don't think it was bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. So for me, like I just had like a clear like sound in my mind. Yeah, as far as the characters, I don't know. The voice acting didn't do enough to separate anything for me, or at least not enough to a point that I cared. I didn't realize that the characters were procedurally generated, though, so I guess that kind of makes sense why the voices would be the way that they are. And given that the game doesn't really give you much story, I suppose that also makes sense. But I will say the one thing that was cool about the characters was you could you picked up a lot of different um, like hats and vests and i don't know just all kinds of different clothing along the way that you could dress your characters yeah that was a new feature they just came out with oh okay that makes sense then (laughs) well doesn't make sense but that's cool which i just started using them and i think it makes a huge difference so there's one character that i love she's my team leader or what is it called when you yeah community leader yeah she's my community leader and she i don't know the correct word for 2019 how to describe her she's some she's, sort of asian kind of like no she's not asian she's she's she white. Asian to me. she's um in the military she's got a crew cut you, you get the you get the the look and asian <laughs> there was know, it's hard to this describe leather about outfit that, that she's a female with a crew cut haircut She's in the military <laughs> she, but the military. i put a leather outfit on her and this cap and she was smoking, like she was hot, and it went from like <laughs> zero to one hundred. And I was like, "What is this outfit? It changed her body shape. It changed everything. All of a sudden, I was like attracted. I don't know. It was weird. The heck? This just got it's weird. Got weird. <laughs> no, I'm just saying she very pleasing to the eye. Like her her forms changed. I'm just thinking. But you know what? Should Maybe... I be concerned? <laughs> Maybe the army outfit was just wasn't doing her justice. I don't know. I'm just saying that like it elevates the look, I guess, and it can completely change the character. Well, it changes the appearance, but it, it is literally just straight cosmetic. You're just unlocking these new things to put new clothes on them, because I mean, you could get some people in like a really kind of dumpy outfit, like because everything was procedurally generated. Which even their names, I thought some of the names were awful. Like yeah, your character's name was like Curse, Curse with a K. It was like, that was a really weird name. But um, I thought the character models overall were kind of bad. Even, like, adding this wardrobe feature, 
You couldn't do anything with their face. You couldn't do anything with their hair. You literally could just do some for jacket and hat. That's it. But I do like that you found them. And I will say that the names... Or got rewarded from them with the bounty system as well. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that far. <laughs> but I will say I did like the names too. Like I felt like they were unique enough. It wasn't like, you know, Anne, Sarah. Like there was a Nathan in there, which I... I think is like interesting. I've met like one Nathan before and he didn't like pizza or ice cream. And I was just like, for some reason, like that character just seemed weird to me because of that <laughs> name. I was just like, it was like in my mind, you know how like, like certain people like imprint their name on you. But yeah, so I thought that was really interesting that they actually went for kind of like nice, unique names instead of just having like generic. I thought the names, I, I guess I just only paid attention to my team. One of my characters' name was Hay, though, so that was kind of cool. But he was a military guy, so I kind of just assumed it was his last name. So I don't know. Wait, it was Hay? Yeah, like H-A-Y. So I don't know. I figured it was his last name, and that's just what he went by. I mean, he thought, hey, girl, hey. Like, he must get, like, teased all the time. (laughs) Oh, man, I would love that to happen to me. What you talking (laughs) about? But, I mean, with, like, the, uh, the other thing that was kind of weird about with the character models is, like, they're all, of course... Young, fit-looking people. You had no old people. You had no fat people. You had no tall, short people. Because they're all dead. They can't run the zombies. I guess. But then my other complaint, too, is actually the zombie models themselves, too. There is not a lot. There's like three or four. No, there's like maybe five different people when it comes to the regular zombies. But when it came to the plague zombies, you had a skinny male, a fat male, and a skinny female. And like, that's it. Well, can I just say, too, these zombies are running around with their hoodies up. That's going to fall down in 2.5 seconds if they're running around trying to eat people. And it's, like, perfectly poised. Like, come on. It's not going to happen. That's something that kind of, like, every time I saw a hooded zombie, I was like, are they just, like, adjusting their hoodie? Like, Here's Liz the nitpicker. Ugh. No! <laughs> I don't, like, no, you're going to make that a thing in this How podcast. How could I? Like you're not like Liz the dude. You're Liz the nitpicker. No, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, I think, like, especially with women's hoodies, they're they're designed to fall down. They're not designed for comfort and leisure, you know? So, for me, I saw that, and I was, like, unrealistic. I don't know. Zero stars. (laughs) But, I mean, but the thing that I think is just so good about this game is its core gameplay. I So, for me, I've always liked management stuff. That's generally why I like real-time strategy games. And I really liked the kind of management of this game. I loved the zombie survival aspect of it. Now, the combat of the game, I will admit, is a little flat. You kind of unlock some abilities, but nothing crazy. Like, you're essentially just mashing one button and hoping that the zombie's head explodes and they're dead. But I at least like that it really did feel like a survival game. Because, yeah, you can take out a couple of zombies, but when a horde is coming at you... Like, you need to be running for the hills because you will quickly get swarmed. And I just loved the core gameplay of this game. So I do agree with you in that aspect that, yeah, it definitely award or rewards you for strategy, for playing smart and surviving. And I, th- and I really respect that about the game. I think it's good in that aspect. I just found the gameplay to overall get really repetitive and boring. And that's... Like, the weapons never felt like they got that much more powerful. It was just always about the same things. And at best, really making sure you upgraded your stamina and health. And that was about it. I really like the foraging aspect. I love finding things. And I feel like with this game, 
I, I mean, with every single game that I play, I always wish that the backpack was bigger. But with this game, you could run to your truck and, and put things in. And so for me, like, I just overall like that. And I feel like the gameplay in general, I actually thought it was pretty easy to catch on. I mean, there were some things at the beginning with your community, the actual building itself and like building things and stuff that I, I really struggled with. But I also just like, I feel like there's also like one point where you're running it's and you have a rucksack it's obviously gonna slow you down and there was a juggernaut running after me and i was jumping over this fence and all of a sudden the camera like zoomed in on me and it got really intense and i was like whoa that was like the time that i was like this is like i don't know i just really like the game at that point i think that was like the the turning point for me with the game that i was like oh it actually does kind of get like really in there yeah it gets really intense but you make all you kind of bring up an interesting point uh one of the things i got a little frustrated with this game is the camera it's not too bad i think the time that i thought it would be really noticeable and awful is when you drive because the camera does a really bad job like auto fixing itself so it's looking forward so if you're trying to reverse or turn and like out of a weird angle you have to like manually move the camera and i felt like i was really trying to fight the camera while driving which i agree but this is one of the few games that I genuinely enjoyed driving. Like, it was fun. And, like, you can repair your car. You can fill your car up with gas. Like, you also have to manage that as well. You can also upgrade your car. Yeah, exactly. But for me, like, in general, like, in real life, in video games, I hate driving. In this game, I was actually like, this is fun. I, so that kind of blew my mind. I mean, I can attest that it was always an adventure when you were driving. It was always very, very interesting. But I actually, yeah. I this is one thing I actually complimented the game about it to Andrew, I believe, is I thought the driving was pretty good in this game for what it was. And I think the biggest reason is I compare it to games like Agents of Mayhem, which we've never talked about, but uh, you, what's another game maybe, Andrew? I guess, but my point being is a game that, tries to act like driving is important and it's bad this game doesn't put any focus on it other than helping you forage for more items so i th think it does a good job of driving without trying to if that makes sense i also like that there are certain cars that hold more is that correct yeah because when we were i wasn't sure if the bigger trunk space Yes, and I thought that was really awesome too like i actually kind of enjoyed like picking up like the different vehicles but I think if, speaking of gameplay, like I just, I don't know if we should go into this yet, but I thought it was crazy when you were playing the the Heartlands. Yeah. So when you first started, because it's on like full force, whatever mode, and all of a sudden like you just started it, and I just see like ferals coming at you. Oh no no no! That's when I started the regular game on the hardest difficulty. I tried playing the game on nightmare mode. It was the regular yes. core game on Nightmare Mode. Oh, my word. Yeah, sorry. I was completely wrong with that. But, yeah, I just, like, saw you literally just started, couldn't get your base or anything, and all of a sudden you were being attacked by, like, 50 zombies. That's an exaggeration, but it was, like, No, it, it, was, it was actually pretty close because it was two hordes that came after me. Yeah, I literally just spawned. I didn't walk any feet, and I was being attacked by feral zombies, which are these really fast, like, striking zombies. They're on zombies. all fours. Yeah. They're, it's kind of like a bear like but like a human version but it it stressed me out <laughs> <laughs> i was stressed for you 
Yeah, so I played, playing on the Heartlands expansion, all the zombies are plague zombies. So it was itself pretty difficult, because there's specialty zombies out there. There's the Juggernaut, which is this, of course, giant brute of a monster that you have to just load with bullets who can have a chance to instantly kill you if he gets you right. There's the bloaters, which when they die, explode into gas, and if you run them over with a car, it just fills your car with uh, smoke and I ends learned up that you. the hard way. <laughs> yeah, there's the ferals that are these fast zombies that'll tackle you, and you can't outrun them. You just have to fight them. And then you have the screamers, which are zombies that just, as their name suggests, they scream really loud and just attract a bunch of zombies. And then every once in a while, you'll find a horde of zombies, which is just a big cluster of zombies that wander around. In the Heartland expansion, all the zombies are plague zombies. So as they bite you, you get a plague meter, which can get you infected. And if you don't cure it, you instantly die. But with everyone being plague, like even the specialty zombies, they're extra strong. And so I was like, man, this expansion is actually really hard. So I know a couple months ago during E3, they came out with the nightmare mode. So I was like, I'm going to try that out because I've already beaten this game. And yeah, as Liz was saying, the nightmare mode really isn't much of a joke. I didn't. I literally didn't walk any feet. It was just zombies after zombies after zombies just kept attacking my group. But luckily, there was three of us, so we're just nonstop trying to fight. But I literally set up my community, and I had this community actually join your guys' game because the great thing about this game is that there's multiplayer. And I know there's a couple times we actually played all three of us. What did you guys think of the multiplayer? See, that was when I thought the game was the most fun myself. I I enjoyed when it was the three of us because it's just one of those games that. I felt like when we were in a group, it was a lot less stressful because it, it can it be kind of difficult to play with the AI. That's another part of game, gameplay that we can talk about, actually. But I think that, yeah, it was good because especially when it was all three of us, we were traveling in a crew. There is It does one of those things that, like we talked about this in Astroneer, is that it, has, it doesn't have a tether range. This game does. So if you are not the host and you get to a certain way distance away from the host you get pulled into them so it it keeps the game from lagging which is very nice so it does a good job with multiplayer i think i think it's interesting too because i was obviously playing on the easiest mode and it was still difficult to make your community happy and i actually i went i asked andrew a lot like what can i do because obviously things pop up and some of the things i couldn't do yet because you have to have a certain amount of are they called experience points influence points influence points so he explained to me that there are certain things that you can do to increase them and, and all that. So f- for me, I found it super beneficial to play with with other people. And so I think it's a completely different experience because obviously when I'm hosting and Andrew joined in, I had a lot of pressure because it's like I need to do like X, Y, and Z. I need to like get water to my community or get um, electricity to my community and things like that. But when I joined in with Keith's game... It was so much more relaxed. I I could just do whatever. And I, I remember Andrew joined, like, obviously he was playing with us. And he was just, like, totaling the car. And he just, like, had, like, <laughs> I just feel like he was just, like, I could just do whatever. So he was just, like, running over all the zombies and, like, there's smoke billowing from the truck and stuff. Or... It's not my game. Exactly. Yeah, so basically Andrew so, just came in run amok in my game. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Really appreciate yeah. that. Hey, I actually helped I, your community a lot. I, Thank you very much. I was only just playing with Liz there on that, but no, I <laughs> you were very helpful in my games. Thank you, Andrew. You killed you helped me kill a lot of blood hearts. I will say the multiplayer at least kind of improved. When I first played this game, the multiplayer was just kind of like you're essentially just there in this person's world and whatever was in your backpack you got to take back. 
But now the more you play in someone's world, like you actually get some additional rewards. When you go back to your world, it'll say, hey, since you helped your friend, here's a bunch of bullets or something like that. I got a, gu- a really good gun from it, too. Yeah, so there is a bit more of an incentive to kind of play. That is one thing I really like about this game. I do feel like they have just progressively added more to this game and improved it. I mean, there's still some, obviously, issues here and there, but the multiplayer I thought was fine, just not... It's it's this isn't a game that I felt like really needed it. It like as Keith said, it made it re- much easier to do like the play cards and fighting these hordes of zombies when you're with a couple of your friends. So I have a quick question for you. When you're comparing how the game used to be, I guess are you saying State of Decay two when it first came out, or State of Decay versus State of Decay two? I mean, I'm mostly comparing this game to how it was when it first came out as State of Decay two. The first State of the Decay when it came out, it came out on the 360, and it was just a Xbox arcade game. Like, it wasn't even meant to be, like, a full-fledged game. So it obviously had a lot of issues. But this one came out as a full-fledged game, and because of that, now that they're a Microsoft studio, they just keep adding more to it, adding more features, and fixing things. But the thing that is, I think, really obvious with this game, I think even you guys noticed it. I agree with you, Liz. But there's oh, a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> bugs with this game, and the very first State of Decay had a ton of bugs. But like the very first one, at least like like some of the bugs were like breaking game breaking bugs. Like characters would fall through the map and you couldn't recover them, or it would kind of screw up some of the story. In this game, when it first came out, it had a good amount of that issues too. I remember when this game came out after like two weeks, it had a three gig update that was literally just fixing bugs. And it's like, that's pretty bad that you have to have a patch that's over three gigs big that is literally just a massive list of bugs that they fixed. And even after this game's been out, I think for like a year and a half now, there's Wait, still quite a bit of bugs. The three gig bite thing, that happened before we were playing? Yeah. <laughs> because one of the big things, oh my word, it is so hard to fight zombies when you can't see your weapon. But you so, had a weapon. It no, just was invisible. No, that's true. But like, it's very discombobulating when you have... For instance, like a crowbar or something, and you're trying to fight off enemies, and you don't see the weapon at all. And also, when I wasn't playing with you guys, I finally... It took me, like, the entire time to figure out, oh, I can bring somebody with me. And I'd bring a character with me, and they would get, like, not stuck somewhere, but um, like they were on top of the car. And it's like, how far away do I have to go to get them off the car so I can put fuel in my car? It was... I mean, the bugs were kind of crazy. Not game-breaking, but they were just, like, very annoying. The AI in this game, also kind of like the gameplay, is just really bad. But, the, yeah, the AI is just, they they just stand around you, and they don't really do a whole lot. Occasionally, they'll fight a zombie if it attacks them, but mostly the zombies just focus you. So, I never brought followers out with me. That's the only time I lost one. So oh no, I, I you lost that again. I was so afraid of that. Every single was... time I played, I was like, no, don't lose this character. Yeah, you turned off the Xbox a couple I, times, didn't you? Yeah, and I didn't... I, I Oh, I tried to quit out. I actually did, but it loaded me right back. And he was I still didn't want to play certain characters because I was like, if I lose this person, but you also want to gain their abilities. You want them to progress. So it's all, it's this balance. So it's like, that's why I really liked playing with you guys. So I could be like, oh, my favorite character, I'll put in there. They'll be safe. And then when I was by myself, (laughs) it's like, oh, the expendable characters. But I also want to put in there too that 
I wasn't really paying attention to the people that I added to my community because everyone had the same abilities. So for me, I was like, oh, I really want to add a garden. Andrew's like, you don't need one. But it's like, I want one. (laughs) And then so I realized all my characters are good with mechanics. And it's like, well, that sucks. (laughs) I want a gardener. I was just adding anybody that would follow me so for me it's like I, I for the most part did too yeah but for me it's like first to go in the zombie yeah apocalypse. but like why didn't anybody like have a different ability which that reminds me oh my gosh i have to say this i was so upset so it's helping this person there i think it was their meds were stolen by another community um the other community that was stealing the drugs at first, they were like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. So I was helping the original guy, and then they were like, you have 10 seconds to get this guy. And I was like, what? I didn't know that this was, like, a critical thing that was happening. So there, were, it was down to five seconds. I was literally right in front of this guy. I was watching the thing go down 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. I was at five seconds. All of a sudden, his freaking head was blown off. I was so mad and that's what i like about this game it's the stress of the game i think that's what kind of makes this game a lot of fun you do get attached to these characters you're like oh this is my best character and if you lose him it is the worst feeling in the world i mean that i lost i lost one of my actual main characters and so i actually i was saying it earlier i tried to shut the game off when he died to see if i beat the save so i was pretty annoyed and it was actually i was just trying to put in a little time before the podcast I thought it'd be nice to, to play a little. And I, that, that's how I lost someone. I'm surprised that neither of you guys have actually mentioned what I thought was the most obnoxious bug in this game. And that was during multiplayer, the invisible zombies. Oh, yeah. For whatever reason, only the host could see these certain zombies. At first, I thought it was maybe a connection issue. But, I, I mean, because me and Liz obviously are playing the same network. But, Keith, when you joined our game, you were having that issue. Mm-hmm. So, for whatever reason... There was these invisible zombies that, like, your character is being attacked and doing the animation. You cannot hit the zombies at all, but only the host could see them. See, for me, I, I didn't. I originally played with Andrew first, and I didn't care because Andrew's. I mean, he's amazing at video games. He plays them like all the time, and it didn't bother me because I was like, oh, he can hit himself, whatever. But then I joined Keith's wow. team, and I was the one being attacked by the invisible by the invisible zombies. And it was really annoying. It was. I have to say. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's just a really bad bug, and this is this game has so many of them. Maybe they're not all bugs, but it just it doesn't feel good. I don't know. The graphics weren't all that good either. Just, I think something that you had said earlier, Andrew, and and I can understand why you like this game, but it's exactly why I didn't care for this game, was because it's so built on really just being a management game that for the nothing else that it has to offer, it just couldn't sell me on it. I mean, it is it is a management game, but I think that's the nice thing about it. It is a, kind of a stressful game because you are you don't want to carry too much because then your character is going to be slow. you got to manage to make sure you have enough supplies, make sure that you're not going out enough. I love the management of it because it adds on to the stressfulness, which I think is what makes this game fun. But it's not overbearingly stressful, like a Dark Souls or Ashen. But... I mean, I think that's just the fun of the game. Real quick, I think that the game actually, it's, it to, I don't know if this is to your point actually or not, actually. It's as difficult as you want it to be, I think, is if you want to get into a fight of a ton of zombies, you can. 
but ultimately you can get all of the materials and everything you want without having to put yourself in an overly stressful situation, aside from probably the hearts. That's true. But I just want to throw out really quick that I thought it was kind of crazy that, because obviously you're foraging for things, and but when it comes to storage, I thought it was kind of weird that constantly I felt like it was saying that things were going to degrade if you didn't use them. And obviously you have to upgrade certain things. And I think that's kind of like a hint to like, oh, you need to, you know, upgrade the infirmary. You have to upgrade your mechanics and things like that. But I thought that was kind of a weird feature that like you could have too much. Yeah. Well, that's what makes, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Though. That's what makes it a survival how, how do you... game. But, but like, and which I understand, but like, for instance, it was like always doing it when I had like mechanic stuff. Like, I don't think the nuts and bolts that are going to hold things together are really going to degrade. It was never the food. It was never things like that. So for me, I just thought it was kind of weird. And I would upgrade my storage. I would start building, um, well, not building, upgrading my infirmary, the beds, things like that. And I just felt like every single time I went out and looted, it would tell me that. I mean, it makes sense, though. I mean, if you have cement and bricks and you don't have enough spaces to put it into your garage and you leave it outside to the elements, rain's going to ruin it. It's going to get rusty. Well, a quick question. This is a question for Andrew because he has played both of the State of Decay 1 and State of Decay 2. I feel like this game is supposed to be beaten about six to eight hours. True or false? I can say for myself, I put in over 12 hours. If it's Liz, if it's correct for Liz, it's like 17 hours, and I don't think either of us beat the first map. We were not efficient at this game. So, well, that's, that's the thing. The gameplay. If you focus on the main mission, you can beat this game pretty quick. But it is pretty hard to do that. Like you're so focused on keeping your community happy and upgrading your characters that you end helping up helping people. You end up kind of missing the main mission. But I will say, I don't think I put in 17 hours because at one point I looked and I was like. I forget what the number was, but I was like, mm, was Angel playing under my account or something? Probably was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I agree. Like, I feel like the whole blood plague thing, I didn't see a lot of that. How many blood plagues did I fight I think there's 10 you? to 15 on a map. No, but how many did I fight with you? I think two, three. Yeah. So, for me, I don't think it was that amount unless, like, I'm playing the game wrong. Yeah, for me, I don't think that the, like, the whole six-hour mark is close maybe that maybe that's unless a, you're a gamer i was gonna say maybe that's like a, an aggressive one and i don't even know that it's accurate for everyone because i obviously didn't hit it i'm not saying i did but yeah i i think the game is designed to be played faster than maybe you and i both did liz because i played on the same difficulty you did i actually tried changing it once andrew said hey you should try and change it to see how it goes first of all hot tip for everyone if you do change difficulty mid-game it actually starts your base entirely over you keep all of your supplies but it ref and it refunds you i think for all of your um like gardens or whatever facilities you have built but yeah you essentially start your base over and i meet and when as soon as i went to the second hardest difficulty which is recommends if you've played stage of decay for the record andrew because you i know you mentioned that this game made sense with difficulty yeah and I, and I think it does if you've played this game it probably makes sense i hadn't so i was glad that i'd been playing on it but as soon as i went to the level two difficulty i immediately got overrun with a horde of i think like 30 blood plague zombies ransacked my base <laughs> it was a nightmare 
and I immediately changed it back to level one difficulty. That's how that went for me. <laughs> so there's a big jump then between the different levels. I I want to say yes. I don't because I do think I could have played it. I I will say I probably put in another forty five minutes on that difficulty, but it just got to a point that. I found myself just struggling more than progressing, and I wanted to progress, so I went back to level one difficulty. Well, the Heartland part of it that Angel was doing, I mean, that was just insane. Like, it was overwhelming for someone like me that's a noob. Like, I was just... The Ferals alone, yeah, I had never I mean, encountered at that point. When I, was, when I watched you playing, I had never encountered Ferals. I don't even think I had encountered Juggernauts. And so for me, watching you play, I was like, whoa. So for me, I don't think that there is a good transition. Yeah, I mean, the Heartlands expansion definitely is not meant for someone who is new. You, you definitely have to at least play the main game a couple of times to kind of do this. So the game, if you do just focus on the main story mission, this game can take you about five to ten hours. But this game is meant to be replayed multiple times because anytime you're doing a community leader and you beat the game with that community leader, you will get a perk next time you play the game on a different map. So there's different maps you can play on and there's different characters you can get. So this game is meant to be replayed over and over again. But I will say like the maps, I, I do like that there's different maps because I thought the environments themselves were pretty varying. But I will say I think overall the maps are kind of like the graphics of them are kind of the same. You have the same kind of generic houses, same kind of generic buildings, uh, same generic cars on the road. Like, it's not like, oh, this map is a snow map. This map is like a desert map. They're still kind of woody. Maybe this one will have a river. But for the most part, the graphics of the game of the maps are very similar. And I think that is kind of another element of this game that's a little bit weak. It does kind of start to feel a little samey, even with the maps. Because I joined your game as well in... It was just some grassy areas, generic mountains, streets riddled with vehicles. Post-apocalyptic, like it, it made sense. Nothing didn't fit with the graphics, I would say. But they were just not that good. And I, I guess for me it's weird, and maybe I can even equate this to PUBG, but as a game that a lot of people really love that just doesn't make sense to me. Because I don't really find a lot of redeeming qualities in the game. I just think it's lackluster as a whole. Again, aside from a management game. Yeah, I think overall as a package, like it, it lacks a little bit. But I think from what this game has done, it is really good. It is a bit repetitive, but I think my overall playtime at the end now has been like two days. Because like I said, I played this game when it first came out, and I really liked it a lot. I think what this game has is this nice, solid package. I'm really excited as to what they possibly will do in the future, possibly a State of Decay 3. Now that Microsoft has bought them out and they have more funds and assets available to them i think there's a lot a lot of potential that this game can come out with because i like what this game is and what it has and they've added a little bit to it but even after not playing the game for about a year now or so and all these updates there still wasn't too much for me to be like whoa this is fresh and exciting for me not like a sea of thieves like sea of thieves has been putting in a really interesting gameplay mechanic changes so far, this game has kind of come out with some bounty boards. It has come out with, like, some clothing options, a little bit of expansions here and there. There's um, a paid DLC that you can do for, like, a survival wave mode. But the combat in this game isn't too interesting that I would ever really kind of warrant buying that. 
One thing I really love about this game, I remember when I first started playing this game, I saw the achievements and I was like, this game is actually really easy to get pretty close to a thousand. You essentially just have to play every map and kind of get each kind of special community leader. So that's why I've put a good amount of time in this game. But I actually really, really like the achievements in this game. I know you did too, Keith. You even kind of were the one who first noticed it. But this game just feeds you achievements in a nice steady stream. Yeah, there's just so many achievements. I, Liz, I looked at it. You actually had 405 achievement points. I had 465, I believe, to this point. Wow. I had no idea. Just, I didn't look it up. So Liz is close to beating yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, I also had like six more achievements than her, which is weird because there is to that point this game is one of those games that has like 120 achievements i think in total so there's a ton of them but it it really just gives you tons as you go so it feels very rewarding that's one nice aspect of this game but yeah andrew crushed us both because he had played this game before and played it more again so he was 11 and then played the expansion yeah 1155 i believe was your score (laughs) wow yeah you kind of but like you said, a lot of that isn't something I just earned this month. I, I maybe earned like two, three hundred that gamer score recently because I was close to a thousand in the game when it was just its core gameplay. Well, if you want to take a reference point of how much you've played this game to how much Liz and I played this game, Liz had 448 zombie kills. I came in above her just slightly in 972. Which doesn't sound like just slightly, except when you that's get... That's not slightly. That's a, that's a big difference. That's you double. Killed, you killed a lot of zombies. Good job, Keith. <clears throat> Andrew, 8,845. <laughs> so, He's yep. so modest. I'm almost at the 10,000 achievements. No, I did so that I've cough. been kind of working on that. So the point being is that, yeah, I did a good chunk in comparison to you, Liz. Compared to Andrew, we did nothing there. Andrew played a lot of this game. We oh, didn't. Geez. It's very humbling, I just say. <laughs> no, he just played a lot of this game before we did and played more. <laughs> yeah. So I fully wouldn't recommend this game for achievement hunters because it's not something you can like sit down a couple hours, but it at least is very achievable. If this is a game you like, it is a fun game to kind of go for the achievements because it's not too difficult. It just takes a little bit of time. And if you just focus on them, it's, it's a lot of fun. But getting to our final thoughts, um, for me... I think this is a really good game. I think from what is here, it has a solid package because there isn't much of a zombie survival horror game out there. And I think this game does a really nice blend of it. The stress and anxiety of the permadeath around every corner is always on your mind. That really adds a nice level of excitement to this game. I never felt like it was over-aggressively punishing. I didn't feel like, oh, as soon as you're out of health, your character's instantly dead. They generally give you a little bit of feature to try to fight your way back out, and I really like that. I loved the kind of community-building aspect of this game, exploring the map, and there's different maps, and a lot of replayability for this game. I think this game is just a lot of fun. It can be a bit repetitive, but if you like this gameplay, it's it's good. So for me, I'm giving this game an 85. I think this is a really good game. Sorry, I had to stop making that face. 85 doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me because we skipped talking about music, sound effects, everything about this game because they were irrelevant. The, there was a lot of glitches, and the graphics aren't very good, so we mostly didn't talk about those. Other than... As Andrew said, if you think this is like a, if you're really into management games, it can be really good. 
game didn't have a lot of redeeming qualities for me. I didn't hate playing it, but it just wasn't a great game. 65. And still a Wow, that is really harsh. I, I, no, and, and like I said, if someone really likes management games, this is a very good game for it. But when I factor everything into what I think of the game, it's just not a real good game. And it's weird because I know a lot of people like this game. I was looking at the the statistics, and I have people who have, like, 10-plus days played on this game, like, absurd numbers on my friends list. Just not for me, and that's where I stand. I did think it was hard to give a number because when I first started playing it, it was a bit overwhelming, like I said at the beginning. But I think that now I'm really torn. I think maybe I would give it an 80 because I do think it was fun. I do think there's a lot of things that I liked. But I do think that there's a lot of things that could be worked on. Especially story and and things like that. But looking at Metacritic score, 66 critic and 5.3 user. And for me, it was looking through all the different looking through all the different comments it was unplayability that was the big factor especially the bugs and i think that was brought up a lot especially with the xbox comments and so for me i kind of see why it's so low but i just thoroughly enjoyed playing the game so for me i don't know i feel like it should be a little bit higher no, like, I, I kind of understand, like, where it's coming from with, like, the Metacritic score. Like, I know the score I gave is a little bit on the higher end. But for me, even though I haven't played this game in a year, picking up again and, like, doing the same thing over again on it, I know it is a bit repetitive. But I do just think the package of this game is really solid. I enjoyed kind of going out and scavenging these houses and finding the hordes and knowing that my character could be dead and have to restart over. I really like the element of this game. This is weird to think that Key Score was the closest one to everyone else. It's a free-to-play game at best. And so it's great that it's on Game Pass, I will say that. That's harsh. But it's a free-to-play game at best. I do not think it's a free-to-play game at all. all right, but I guess we should clarify, it really is not a free-to-play game. That is just a description that Keith has tried to put this game as. It is a Game Pass game, and I think it's a $40 game at full retail. Yeah. I think this is an essentially a very good Game Pass game. This is a game that you can play, and if you're like one of us, you can quickly determine this is a game for me or this is not a game for me. So I think this is just, this is what I think what makes Game Pass so great. This is something you can play and just instantly say yes or no to. But I think that's going to do it for us. I'm going to wrap up this train wreck of an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I have been uh, your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I also have Twitter with the same name and Mixer. You can also follow me at Neopets.com at Quickie underscore 26. I haven't been on it in a couple of years, but you could probably follow me there. So if you want to come by and say hi me on Neopets, I'm there. And I have been Keith, and I have existed on this podcast. Liz. I am Liz Anoob, gamer tab, come on, Odin. And I'm on Twitter at Liz Anoob, noob is EW, but... To be honest, I mean, I'm I'm mostly you know retweeting cat have, videos and stuff. Have you checked in on on your other Liz the Noob? Is she doing all right? You haven't gotten her too much volume. I haven't looked at her in a while. You should, I feel like you should follow. You should her. DM her I and see if she's, she's doing, doing all right. I mean, you probably brought her a lot of Liz, a lot of lot of traffic. I mean, top notch. <laughs>
people just talk so much there. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this train wreck episode. I hope you come back next week. And this didn't. By the way, can I just say real quick? I think that I accidentally spit a little bit on the keyboard, and you just looked over mine. Are you so overprotective of this keyboard that it actually spit a little bit? You didn't think I noticed, did you? No. If this keyboard could talk, it's it's had some. You looked horrified though. There's probably some chips in there. And wow. Stuff. Spit is probably the least great. Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>